Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast, where we will discuss with industry experts on how to create wealth and build passive income from apartment buildings, self-storage, mobile home parks, and much more. Here is your host, Jonathan Way. Welcome to the Building Wealth Through Commercial Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Way, and I'm the founder of Grayson Capital Group, my investment firm. If you're interested in passively investing with us, please visit graystonecapgroup.com and join our investor network. Okay, and now on to the show. Hi, Marie. Welcome to the show. Hi, John. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes. Today we have a, a wonderful guest, Maria Quattrones, entrepreneur, real estate expert, investor, speaker, visionary, podcast host, and founder CEO of Maria Quattrone and Associates of Remax at Home. So Remax is a very famous, well-known brand in the real estate market where entrepreneurs can be real estate agents and um, be a broker and I guess sell them by home as an agent or as a broker, right? Uh, Maria is a real estate executive with 25 years of sales, marketing, brand experience. She's a Philadelphia native, a Temple University graduate. Uh, in 2005, Maria founded her company, Maria Quattrone Associates, a handpicked team of veterans, professionals who provide quality, customer-driven service throughout Philadelphia area. So that sounds like a really good um, background and bio, Maria. I'm very um, proud of, of those accomplishments. So let's talk about how did you first uh, began your your real estate career and and uh, I know Temple University. I've been there. So what did you major in Temple University and how to lead it to real estate? Yeah, absolutely. So I majored in communications, uh, which I guess makes a lot of sense now since what we do is communicate with others. Yes. Uh, but yeah, re- majored in communications, uh, minored in radio, TV, and film. And I... Also studied marketing while I was in college, so it was okay, busy. Okay. Great. So, so how did you, I guess, ended up in the real estate field from from your major communications and, and marketing? How, did someone like bring it to you and say, "Hey, do you want to maybe buy and sell homes?" Or how, how did that how did that you land up in your lap? Yes. So, eleven years in, I was working at a group of radio stations as an account manager and account executive, and a good friend of mine. He said, "Wow." You know, I've been thinking, you don't like what you do anymore. You should really think about real estate. I think it would be fantastic. And so he introduced me to real estate and I thought about it and I did my research, my homework. And then I decided that in 2003, the end of 2003, I decided to get my license. I took the next available class, which was January 2004. And I was licensed and had my first deal closed on March 31st, 2004. Wow, is that feel really good? Your first deal closing it must feel really good because it gives you the confidence that you needed when you first started starting out. Now, did you start with Remax first or was it a different different firm? No, no. I was with a small company and that was my friend's uh, business partner. They owned a bunch of real estate together and that's how I got introduced to Steven. And I worked uh, with him for about a year. just probably about two years or so. Two years. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. Great. And then, and then from there, I guess you bought and sold homes and you were a, a agent, right? So an agent, real estate agent selling homes. Yeah. So I had a team for a while. And after that, I bought a Remax franchise okay. and we opened in January, 2014. So I am the owner of the company. And okay. we also have a mortgage company that we just opened this year. Okay. As, so, yeah. Busy times ahead. <laughs> so that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now you have a, a firm you, you own, which is a franchise. 
And then you also, I guess you're a broker where you can have underneath you uh, agents help you find some homes, right? Is that correct? Yes, we run our office as a team office. So it's Maria Quattrone and Associates. So everybody works on the team and all the agents have the opportunity to plug right into our systems at MQA uh, so that they can hit the ground running and really make a great uh, living in real estate. Okay, okay, great. Um, and why did you choose Remax versus other brands like maybe Century 21 or Arrow? Why did you decide Remax? I was already, when I was thinking about doing it, in talks with them. And I thought, you know, they're a great brand. It's global. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows the balloon. And okay. so I thought it would be an easy transition um, into that brand. Okay, okay, great. I know for me, when I was in New Jersey, Remax was the top of the list sort of a high caliper because they stood out as, because the, the structure is a little different. I think you rent, you lease the space and then and then that's how it works. So if you don't get no sales, effectively you lose money as an entrepreneur, as a 99 cons- agent. <laughs> so where I think the other model is they try to help you, but you don't pay the space. I think that, so that's where it's a little easier in that sense. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. ours is like a pretty much a combination. I mean, we don't do the pay of the space thing, but... It's more team focused mm-hmm. and really focusing on um, the growing of both brands, both Remax and MQA. Okay. Okay. Good. So you have a little different structure, different. That's good. That's good. You have that structure. Okay. And so then, how many volume of sales are you doing now in Remax? And how did you get to that level? Was it because you you involved in your team, or what was your secret success to getting it to that level? I think it's the showing up every day, you know, the commitment, the hard work, the keep going, don't quit, all of that. I and mean, we'll probably close around 80 million this year. Okay. Okay. And what, and do you close any, all single family home, townhomes, anything, even commercial property or just single residential properties? Residential and commercial. And I commercial. call it, yeah, I call it resi Marshall. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Because Remax <laughs> is known for residential, right? Remax is known for residential, but do they do commercial too, right? We do commercial as well, yes. Okay, okay. Because in my mind, Remax is known for more commercial, but more residential homes. But okay, interesting. Well, you know, I don't think that the, the agent is the brand of Remax. I think that each agent, it doesn't really matter where you are in regards yeah. to whether it's ABC Real Estate, one, two, three, real estate, KW, yeah. Century 21, whoever. Uh-huh. It's real, it's about the, the broker, the agent. It's about the skills of that person. It really, it, I don't, I don't believe it really matters that much. Okay. okay. I okay. think that a consumer, it might matter to an agent, but to a consumer, they hire the agent. They don't hire Remax. They I hire see. Maria Quattrone and Associates. Remax isn't talking to them. Somebody so, in Maria on, on my team or myself is speaking to them. They're hiring us. They're hiring. They hire agent. They're hiring our systems and processes. Okay. And that's how you're able to scale and you, you have a good system process, how you scale $80 million, which is very impressive. It's impressive volume that you guys handling. Now let's, let's talk about, I guess, time management in, in all this hectic day-to-day work and emails. How do you, you know, I guess give advice to our listeners. How do you manage time and how do you do that in a successful way? So number one, I would say plan your week out ahead of time, right? So the day starts the night before. So the night before, 
if you stay out too late, which sometimes happens, right? <laughs> or go to bed too late, um, your morning might not be as easy as it would have been had you gotten a good night's sleep. So yeah. getting a good night's sleep is really important, having an effective and productive day. Okay. You know, it's really, it's the littlest things, sleeping well, eating well, drinking water, lots of water, um, focusing on a time block schedule. So what does that look like? Well, starting your day, give yourself like a half hour or an hour to yourself where you're either like going for a walk, a jog, a gym, meditating, reading a book, writing mm -hmm. something that's for yourself in the morning mm -hmm. and then get your day started, you know, with a little okay. bit uh, of breakfast and get rocking and rolling. And if you're working as um, a, a real estate agent, you may be doing some uh, practicing of your script. If you are uh, working in any kind of sales capacity, right? So practice either on, you either can practice off the field or on the field in the game. So choose which one. So you can practice. And if you don't practice with another real estate agent, then you're practicing on your client. So I think I practicing with the real estate agent, uh, colleague is important. And then you're starting your day, you're making your calls, you know, your minimum of one hour. I suggest that people call for two at minimum. Um, when I was heavily in on the sales side, I would, I would time block until 12 noon for all my calls, follow up and things like that. And then the afternoons are for appointments. So focusing on, you know, the morning schedule of making your calls, go, talking to the database, you know, doing anything that you need to do in regards to follow up for maybe some people that you have, um, you know, seen before. And then after that, your afternoons are for calling. I mean, for seeing people, for going on listing appointments, for doing buyer uh, showing, you know, for touring property and uh, looking at what else is on the marketplace so that you can understand uh, the comps so that you have a clear um, indication of what the price should be if you're going on a listing appointment. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. So you have clear. So basically your advice is clear scheduling, plan ahead and put a task of duty that you want in your agenda. So you know what to do exactly. Let's say maybe three hours calling people and then maybe in the afternoon, three hours appointments, schedule appointments so that it's organized. So you have an agenda and an itinerary when you're ready to go. Okay. That's correct. So, and also let's, let's discuss about how being a lone wolf will limit your ability to grow, right? I think in one of the things you said that you need a team to help you grow because you do by yourself, it's very hard to grow and scale. Is that correct, Maria? I believe it is. I mean, you know, just take a real estate transaction. There's seven different jobs in that from the beginning, which is making it rain. That's, that's the marketing part, making it rain. And then, okay. you know, talking to the person when they call on the phone, so it's inside sales, setting an appointment. And then it's doing the sales call, whether that's in person or on Zoom or on the phone. And then there's a listing uh, appointment and or the buyer showing homes. And then you have to write up a contract. It goes under contract inspections and managing the contract. And if it's a listing, doing all the marketing and then the closing ultimately. So, I mean, I just described more than several different people that are required and most people are only good at one or two things. Oh, I see. I see. So focus on your strength and then have a team team member help you do the rest. Someone help you because you're not, you, your strong suit is not always in every single seven areas, basically. That's correct. Yeah. So this is why you need a team because in real estate, it's a team sport. 
you know, for you to grow and scale and be successful, you can't be a lone wolf, you can't be a one-man island because you're limited in your ability to do certain things and the volume you can handle. That's correct. Okay. Okay. So what are some of the creative ways that you use in marketing to help you, I guess, you know, attract more, I guess, client leads or sales leads? What would you say that's very, that you use, employ that works really effectively? I think the number one thing and the most inexpensive way to market to your clients, your past clients and your database is email marketing, whether that's through text, you know, just plain text or picture and text, or that is through video, you know, creating videos, sending those out to your database, talking to them about what's going on in the market or in the community, or even just something as affirmational or in, or aspirational. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also could be something that's informational, like a market update. So if you talk to your, your database weekly, then they probably know who you are when you call them. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. I think, so yeah, I think... it's, I'm trying to keep it simple, right? So it doesn't cost a lot of money. You know, you're not out there spending a lot on ads, Facebook ads, or, um, you know, crazy stuff like we would do sometimes billboards and TV and all that. Yeah. It's very expensive especially in a market like Philadelphia. So talking to your database, focusing on the database, focusing on maybe client um, appreciation parties. Uh, We would like to get back to doing that now that things are, I guess, loosened up a little, pretty much. We do a a pie day. Uh, We always do something around the holidays. Okay. So, yeah. And then, you know, I do like quarterly events are really great. If you yeah. can, if you have help and you can get those organized, clients yeah. always love that. Yeah. Um, even if a small portion of them come, it's okay. Yeah. You know, everybody I, I, doesn't have to come to everything. I love the idea of, of client appreciation. Uh, sounds like a wonderful idea. I think they'll love it. Um, I know if I was a client, I would love it. That's really nice. So it's interesting now because the market has dramatically shifted seems like from the interest rate rising and everything so i think this the buyers are, are less or less enthusiastic let's put it that way and there's no more like crazy like over fifty thousand hundred thousand overbidding so how do you feel about that now in the philadelphia local market and from the interest rate rising it is what it is okay so for us it's all about navigating through that and being able to talk to the consumers and clients through that process okay. you know there are still creative ways to get a trend to get a deal done so clients can use arms and save some money on the interest that way if you know you're going to be in your house for a certain amount of time you know what are some ways that they can still get into a, a property and if you're a renter you know you're paying 100 percent interest so if the rate seven percent it's still less than what you're paying for rent because you're paying somebody else's mortgage yes yes exactly exactly now, is it, I think it's maybe difficult for some sellers to maybe lower the price because they still think it's very high. So I think that's where the, where the buyer is like, hey, I want this, but the seller wants this. So I think there's that kind of, the difficulty. I see it in the commercial market in multifamily right now, where there's a lot of lesser buyers, lesser offers. And also the seller hasn't, you know, really dropped down too much. And I think that's where we see some like, sort of like, so we're waiting to see what happens over there too. I don't know if you see that on the commercial side on your on your areas. Well, it's still pretty busy, but I will say overall that there are going to be some adjusting in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Okay. And do you think additional increases in interest rates over the next one or two years? Do I think? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. 
Okay. I don't know. I mean, the feds are meeting on Wednesday, the 15th of June. So, and they're scheduled for, I think, one or two additional meetings this year. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll wait and see. Approach. Let's see. So, you know, I would say that they have continued to go up. So I don't know that they're going to come down yet. Yeah. So I guess we'll and see. we have two quarters in a row of inflation. So it looks like we're headed into a recession if we're not already in one. Yes. Yes. Okay, great. So, any, uh, so what is your best advice you share with our audience? Best advice? Oh my gosh. <laughs> hmm. I would say that something very simple. You know, one of the things that you focus on on the daily. If you focus every day, doing the best that you can do, and you have six things that you write down, and they're your micro commitments that they're going to get done no matter what. If you could do that on the daily, you'll make your week. And if you make your week, you'll make your month. And if you make your month, you'll make your year. So, and appreciate the value of the compound effect, right? So say this is something new that you're in. Every day, if you work on it, you're going to get a little bit better. And every week, you're going to get a little bit better. And every month, you're going to get better. So you started here, and in 365 days, look how far you've come. Good, good. So Maria, what was one way you like to give back, I guess, um, to, to, to your community? Do you like to volunteer or, or donate to a local charity? Or what, what, what is your- Yeah, so I'm involved with a lot of different local charities, but we have our own program. It's called the MQA PA Real Estate Scholarship Program. And we provide real estate scholarships to women and minorities here in the Philadelphia area. And with that, they get not only the real estate classes, but mentoring during that. And then they have, there's a two week Horizon Real Estate Bootcamp that they will be in. Uh, So it's a whole program so that they can then plug into our systems and hit the ground running selling real estate and using real estate as the vehicle to live the life of their dreams. Oh, nice. Very nice. I really like that, that program. And I'm very thoughtful. You had this program in, in your, in your, in your company. Absolutely. What's the best way to reach out to you, Maria, if they want to connect with you uh, and talk to you or. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, sold by MQ is my Insta. Facebook, it's just my name, Maria Quatrone, Q-U-A-C-T-R-O-N-E. And then my website is mqrealestate.com. Okay, thank you very much, Maria. Appreciate coming on the show. Thank you so much for the opportunity, John. Thanks for listening. For more information, you can find us online at www.graystonecapgroup.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. See you again next time.